Welcome to Philadelphia Sports Radio. I'm joined by Luke, Steven, and Cam today, and we're going to talk all about Philly sports here. What's your guys' opinion here with uh, Hurts? Where are we going with him this week, Steve? He's a dog, dude. Like, he's going to come in, beat the Giants, he's going to go off, man. Like, he's honestly, he's the most valuable player in the NFL. You can argue that he's not because he missed two weeks or whatever, say that the passing yards aren't there, whatever you want to say, but you have to look at the rushing, dude. NFL, the NFL has changed. Quarterback, the quarterback game changed. You have to look at the rushing now, man. Quarterbacks that rush are the future. Jalen Hurts is the future of Philadelphia, dude. He needs to come in here. He needs to beat the Giants and he needs to lead this team to the Super Bowl. I agree. I think uh, this week uh, in particular – I think since uh, the Giants are stuck, the Giants are stuck in that uh, six seed. They can't move. If they if they don't play their starters, I think Jalen Hurts plays that first half, gets a good lead, and then we throw whoever else in. Because Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, his health is way more important for a playoff run than clinching that first seed. And I think I think in that first half they're gonna let him sling the ball, let AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, you know, get underneath them and rack up a score so that we have a lead that we can put Minshew in and protect Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Is there any word if um, New York is benching their players yet? I didn't hear anything. They haven't I heard made they were. Oh, they haven't made a decision? Mm-mm. Uh See, because they – yeah, like Chris said, they are stuck in that sixth seed. There's no – in in or out, they're not going up to the fifth. They can't get up to the fifth. They won't go drop down to the seventh, even with the loss. Do I think that they might start their guys just to maybe try and screw Philly out of a first seed? Yeah. Um, I believe though Philly will go will go off this game with or without New York starters in. I think Hertz is going to play a little more conservative with running the ball. Steven is right that this league has changed from we're not in the early 2000s anymore where the pocket passers are the future of this league and are dominating. When you can run the ball as a quarterback, the defensives have to go and prepare. You have to prepare for that read option, which with Hertz, that was beautiful this whole season help Sanders a lot because then you have to worry about him coming to the outside and Sanders can go right up the middle, break a nice seven yard runoff. And if not more, our sweeps didn't work in the past when Peterson was the coach and now they're starting to actually work just because you have to go and be conservative. Don't let Jalen hurts get the big runs. Let Sanders do what he does, but Jalen hurts. If he gets an open space, he is something different. I do think that they should run the ball with uh, with Sanders more, obviously, because of Jalen Hurts and his injury. But at the same time, it's not really the coach's decision. I mean, it's mostly Jalen Hurts' decision. When you mentioned the R- RPOs, like, he pulls that ball, what, 65% of the time from Sanders or Gainwell. So, I mean, like, it's really up to him to keep himself health- healthy for the remainder of the next game and into the postseason. I also think we got to take into consideration a couple years back, Philadelphia absolutely 
screwed the Giants out of a playoff spot. The Giants needed the Eagles to beat uh, Washington to make the playoffs. And what did Philly do? They threw in Nate Sudfeld. And they said, we're done. We're not playing the rest of this game, basically. And we lost that game. And Washington went on to the playoffs, and New York sat at home. And you go to the next year draft, New York's sitting there, I think, at 11, and they're saying, oh, we're going to get Devontae Smith. Nah, Philly said, we're going to trade up. We're going to take Devontae Smith off your hands. I think that's going to come into play this week if they want to start their starters or not. I think the players that were there, like Saquon, Daniel Jones, those guys, they are going to want to play this game and they're going to want to win it because they know the feeling of a team just not competing so that another team can make a playoff. So I think we got to take into consideration this is a revenge game from the New York Giants perspective. Uh, man, you say that, but no, no, it's going to be a blowout, man. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. I swear to God, if Hurts doesn't pass for over 450 and rush for like 100 plus, man, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you, he's going to come back because he saw Darnum Minshew. I mean, it's not really his fault, but it is at the same time. Like, did you see him on the sideline looking at the scoreboard? Like, ah, shit. He's going to come back and have a huge game. I just have a feeling, the gut feeling, you know, it's just how it is. Pass for 450 and run for what, though? Over 100. Over 100. I just think I just think because of that shoulder, man, we're not going to see him necessarily run outside of the pocket as much. I think he's going to prove what he can do inside of the pocket, sling the rock as much as he can. AJ's a dog. Devontae Smith has been playing great. What's he on his fifth game with over 100 yards? Something like that. A couple weeks ago, dude, he was at like 800 yards. Now he's at 1,100. He's playing great. Um, I think he's going to prove what he can do inside the pocket, man, honestly. I think he's going to shut the haters up. I agree with Cam in a way, but I, I think that was a – that's a hot – that's a leap. That's a leap, which I like to hear at a conference. <laughs> I believe, though, yeah, yeah. Um, This game has to be – if Jalen Hurts wants that MVP and wants that fight to get the MVP off Mahomes, yeah, he has to come out slinging because I think I brought this up to Dylan. Um, With Jalen Hurts missing the last – two games it, it it i think it boosts his credibility for that mvp to show hey if if Mah- or if uh, Minshew's playing hey we aren't going to look too good now vice versa to mahomes's situation you aren't going to throw chad henny in that damn game and they're going to and the chiefs are going to go and win but that's why there's two elite quarterbacks where you want them in that ball game like Micah said, though, is it the team or is it the system? Well, or is it Jalen Hurts? Well, I think it kind of proved that Jalen Hurts is that guy, even though Minshew threw a, a hell of a game against Dallas. The picks weren't his fault, but against a defense, like, were there no pushovers with New Orleans? He kind of showed that he's not really starter ready. He He looks at his first read, if that first read's, not there, then it's just he just gets in his head, I believe. And Hertz is doing very good this season by 
looking at multiple reads. I think I agree here with what Luke said that it, we're we've seen that it's now Jalen Hurts. It's not the team around him. It definitely helps, but it definitely is Jalen Hurts. But off of the Jalen Hurts conversation, I think we need to talk about how important Lane Johnson is to this offensive line. You take this offensive line all season has been, uh, you know, so hyped up. They're the number one line. Some people are going out saying this may be one of the better lines we've seen in the decade and or in the past decade. But you Lane Johnson is going to be out for this week and he was out the last week. And Jack Driscoll, I believe, is the one filling in for his spot. And he is not doing the job. And I think that's something that Philly's going to take into consideration. And so is New York. New York is going to look at this and they're going to say, all right, we have an elite pass rusher in uh, Thibodeau. He is elite. He is going to be something special in the league. And he's already proving that his rookie season with a Giants team that's kind of rough he they're gonna put Thibodeau over Jack Driscoll and that is gonna cause havoc for the Eagles offense so I believe we're gonna see a lot of more a lot more of Dallas Goddard in as a traditional tight end and not as like this slot tight end kind of thing we're gonna see him move into the next to the offensive line next to Jack Driscoll and we're going to bump Thibodeau. I think that's the only option because I do not believe in Jack Driscoll to come out and protect Hurts the way that Lane Johnson would. Lane Johnson hasn't allowed a sack in two years. That's something you can't replicate. I do think it's like detrimental for them to get this win and get that first seed. That way it gives uh, Lane Johnson that extra week to get healthy going into the playoffs because – I mean, he's a he's an animal for coming in and wanting to play without getting that surgery, especially in the playoffs. I mean, that's just that shows the heart, especially especially for this team, you know. But they just got to get the dub. That's all. Why I like Philadelphia players, and not just what Cam said off of that with Lane Johnson not taking a surgery, and again huge with why we need this win is because a lot of our guys key guys Gardner Johnson is out Maddox is out Lane Johnson we need guys like that another to give them another week in order to heal up come back for the postseason healthy because we got teams like Aaron Rodgers who is hot we got uh Brady who just squeezed into the playoffs although it's not that good of how they got in we, we have two division games in the playoff, like two divisional rivals in the playoffs. Brock Purdy can't be stopped. And the only team that I'm looking at that suck, well, not sucks, but are not playing up how they did in the beginning of the season is Minnesota. But off of what I said, why I love the Eagles organization and why teams love it is because you see guys always restructuring their contracts, whether it's converting their base salary into signing bonuses so we can acquire better players. It, it just shows you the heart that who we bring into this team and organization, 
who we have up front. People love Howie Roseman and Jeff Laurie. People love the locker room. That's a that's a reason why people come to Philly, and it's the fans too. Yeah, we might have some of the hardest nosed fans in the league, some of the most crucial fans, judgmental, but there's a reason that Carson Wentz didn't work out. And there's a reason that Jalen Hurts did because there's that dog that, hey, if I'm not playing up to these uh, fan standards, I'm going to go and work my tail off. And next week I'm going to come in and I'm going to play a lot better than I did the previous week. Uh, Speaking on injuries, like uh, you were saying, Luke, um, what do you guys think are the odds that Philadelphia makes the Super Bowl? Now we have Lane Johnson who – is expected to come back for either the second round of playoffs or he may even, if we have to, uh, the wild card playoffs. Um, Josh Sweat, he went down with a uh, neck injury last week, but he's he's saying he's going to play this season again, not to worry about him. Um, he The same day he went into the hospital, he left the hospital. He's, been, he's back at the complex. So Josh Sweat is... Um, looking like he's going to return for playoffs. Then you got uh, Robert Quinn, who we acquired earlier this year from the Bears. He's looking to come back this week or next week. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he's looking to come back. We don't know the status on Avante Maddox because that's been kind of kept under the rug right now. But he he has a possibility of coming back for playoffs. It hasn't been ruled out. So what are the odds that Philadelphia – getting healthy now has a chance to win the Super Bowl. If, if you're talking about a chance to win the Super Bowl, I put it at like a 65% chance to make it to the Super Bowl. I put it a little higher to like an 85% chance because the NFC, they don't have as good as teams as the AFC does. I mean, AFC has tons of competition all around the, yeah, you got Rogers and Brady coming out, but I was just telling Luke, I'm not, I'm not too scared of Tom Brady right now. Like, he hasn't been playing well all season. So, those are my numbers, but it could be debated. We're the team to beat. Just plain and simple. If we have a healthy a healthy lineup in, teams are coming and saying Philly is that team to beat. They're going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. The thing is, is why maybe I do want to see Tom Brady in the postseason is because Jalen Hurts owes him and the whole Philly organization team – owes him a little uh, farewell because how he put us out of the postseason last year when we were just squeezing in. But our chances of going to, like Cam said, our chances of going to the Super Bowl, I'd give that a, a nice 85, yeah. Winning it, we got teams in the AFC like the Bengals. They're, they're solid. They're all fighting for that number one seed. As, as well as we are in the NFC side, but Cincy, Mahomes, and the Chiefs, and Josh Allen are no joke. Um, Like, say Miami squeezes in, I don't think they're going to make the postseason. I think two assists the whole year, but I think we're the team to beat when it comes to Super Bowl. What do you, what's your, what's your opinion on that, Steve? I'm, I think, man, if, Knowing that Philly is getting back their most dominant form to when they were playing good and dominating all these teams, except when they lost to the Redskins, but whatever. But yeah, man, I 
I agree with both of you. I think it's pretty likely that they go to the Super Bowl winning it. I would probably put it a little less than 85, maybe like 75. But I, I do think it's pretty likely. Hurts is coming back, dude, with some steam blowing out of his ears. He's ready to rock. I, I, I 100% agree. I think the odds are, are high that we make it out of the NFC. I do believe those AFC teams are scary. They are scary, especially if we're missing some key players. That's going to play a huge role. Um, let's move on to the 76ers. Uh, I know tonight they play the Pacers. Um, Joel Embiid is out, and he's been on fire as of late. Do, do you guys think he's an MVP? If so, like who, uh, who else do you think – could compete for that like right now i don't watch a ton of basketball man like i don't watch every single sixers game but the ones that i do mb dominates he really does man like there's a there's but there you got to think of all the talent that's in the nba right now like luca breaking records uh donovan mitchell in cleveland just had 71 like that's pretty crazy um john morant great player um Nikola Joe, whatever you say his name, dude, the Joker. Um, he's just dominant, man. He's definitely the best center in the league. I think Embiid competes with him to be the best center in the league. I think Embiid has the talent to be the best center in the league. But as of right now, I think it's the Joker. He just dominates, man. What's he back to back MVP? Um, possibly gonna win a third. Like that's just crazy to me, honestly. It's really mind boggling. If he wasn't in the league, Embiid would have won it back to back in my eyes, but counting it to where we're talking about centers right now, if there was a healthy and I believe this guy is, is a top, if you count him as a center, which I do, Anthony Davis, when he's healthy, he is a dominant force, especially playing with LeBron, but on MVP talks, I think that they're going to this year finally go with a, a young even though like Embiid and them, they're up getting up there in their late twenties, mid to late twenties, the Joker and Embiid. But like Steve said, I don't watch a ton of basketball either. I keep up with it. Like after this, I'm gonna go and throw on. Uh, not gonna say stream East or nothing, but <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I can see I can see Luka Doncic getting a an MVP nod soon. He has no help up there in Dallas. You know, who who do they got? Dinwiddie, you know, so, and Reggie Bullock. So they're not really giving them help. I I believe that Embiid, Embiid is competing to be an, M, an MVP and definitely, definitely could have won either way last season, how I look at it. Even Curry could have won MVP last year. But, like, I think, I think you got to go and give that nod to Luka. What he is doing is some of the most incredible things that – at a young age, he's been playing in the um, world. What is it? The World Cups or uh, the you against USA team basketball? Like he was covering Russell uh, Westbrook in in Russell's prime at 16 years old. So, or in the Olympics, that's what it is in the Olympics. So, I can see Luca getting that that nod sooner or later, and Jaw as well. Jaw is there's talents like that that come into this league and they can just go and prove it. That's why they're 
first overall pick, second overall top five. Like some NFL players don't work out and same with some NBA players. But when you get put into the right system and you're a dominant force within your first two years, there's a reason that you're getting that nod for MVP. Now, I just think uh, Joel Embiid, he just feeds off of off of Harden and Maxi most of the time, especially the past two seasons. I mean, Maxi's he's a beast, especially uh, point guard, you know, or shooting guard. Uh, with James Harden, uh, I think he he was out for a little bit too. But I think when it comes down to the stretch for the postseason, I think they're that's when the team usually gets better. So, I mean, we'll have to see, but I, I do think Joel is in the picture for the MVP, just like last year. I know Chris keeps up with this a little more um, with, like, the Sixers. is, And this is what I brought up about the Eagles, how players take a little bit of pay cuts to stay with the team. Is this – is Harden after this season, it's a player option, right? Um, I believe it is a player option. He can decline it or he can accept it. Uh they're going to I think they're going to rework his contract a little bit, but I know there were rumors saying he won like he was thinking about going back to Houston. But th- that was just the media coming out and saying, like, like blowing some out of proportion. He said, if I don't stay here in Philadelphia, it's a possibility of going back to Houston. He never said, like, that's my first choice or that's where I'm going or that's where I want to go. He said that's if. I don't get signed in Philadelphia. That's where I might go. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, surprisingly, none of yous, nobody here mentioned Jason Tatum. I understand he's a, you know, rival, and I I hate Jason Tatum as much as the next, but you got to look at talent as where it is. He is balling. So is Jalen Brown. That Celtics team is scary. But I think the Sixers, they just got to get healthy and they got to they got perform up to level. I think some players are not performing where they should be. Tobias Harris needs to step up. We pay him a lot of money and he does not perform as well as he should. So I think uh, like Matisse Thibel is sitting on the bench. I don't know uh, 100% what's going on there. You know, if he's if they just are thinking about trading him because his minutes are really low for for a defensive player of the year. Like he, he does remind me of Ben a lot and that's scary because Ben doesn't shoot and neither does Matisse. Matisse struggles with shooting. And so I think that's something they need to work on if they want to keep Matisse Thibel around. I, I just um, have a question for you though. So uh, what about, um, is, do you think Doc Rivers is like the answer at head coach there? Cause there, there was a lot of criticisms in the past couple hell, seasons about him. Hell no. I am. Um, I am beyond annoyed with Doc Rivers. Um, you've had teams that, like the past few seasons, every year, why are we looking at <clears throat> second round exits too? Like the Hawks were not better than us. Kudos to the Hawks. They beat us. They did what they had to do. But like Doc needs to take some responsibility. I don't think he has. And that's been something that, um players and uh have noticed like doc rivers will not take responsibility um also if the eagles do not make the super bowl i am riding in front of doc rivers house it is 100 percent happening 
because that man tweet, he said uh, the Eagles to the Super Bowl was a lock. It was 100% happening. So if we don't make it, I am blaming Doc Rivers and I am rioting in front of his house. Wherever that house may be, I will find it. Same with how Doc doesn't take responsibility. When he when he was a Clippers head coach, they had all the pieces there. Uh, healthy Kawhi, like and a, a good Paul George, and they and they look at what happened to them. Same time, though, you have to take responsibility as a head coach. You are the t- person leading that organization to where it is not just the players. It's play call. It's how you can go and motivate your players to excel to their higher standards. Um, With James Harden, I just want to bring this up, is about the Houston. I I cannot see him going to Houston just because I believe in the NBA now, in order to – yeah, you can get to the postseason maybe by yourself on your lonesome as a team. But when you don't have any help coming into the postseason, same with Luca. Like, look, he gets to the postseason, but what happens? You need you need that help. And the Rockets are a young team. You know, they're again that but they're still losing games. They're not to where and what what are you gonna do with them then? Bench bench Jalen Green or Kevin Porter Jr. You know, so those are guys that you're that Houston should be fully ready to develop. I'm I'm not seeing Harden go back to them. I, I see him sticking with Philly next season, if depending how the season goes. And Jason Tatum, like you said, he's my one of my favorite players in the league. Sorry, Jason, for not bringing you up, but I, I can see him getting that nod soon, too. Him and Jalen Brown are the best of buddies, and they are a hell of a duo. He's the favorite, I think, for MVP right now, Jason Tatum, isn't he? Yeah, I believe so. And, yeah, and then Luca. I'm not I know I know Tatum was number one. I haven't checked the odds uh yeah, I have, last week. I mean, I haven't seen it in like two days, but I last time I seen it he was still number one. He is playing phenomenal and I'm surprised nobody brought him up. I'm surprised I didn't bring him up, honestly, because I watch clips of them and stuff like that every day. So sorry, um, Tatum. Moving on to the uh, Phillies, they acquired uh, – they had a trade today for cash uh, with the Cubs. Um, and I know they did officially sign Craig Kimbrell. Uh, Cam, do you know Do you know the player that uh, – uh, Eric Yulman. Eric Yulman from the Cubs. Uh, so he's a pitcher. I really think that that'll help their bullpen out a lot. Um, signing Strom to a deal from Boston, I think that was a that was a big that was a big deal because their bullpen has been struggling for a long time, and it, obviously they were better last season, but I mean they they were still missing pieces. So we'll see where that that goes in the long run. I don't know how long he signed for, but we'll see where it goes. Is Harper not playing till uh, he's getting surgery, right? Uh, he has Tommy John surgery, so he just got that. He's expected back uh, mid July, I want to say. So, hopefully, he he come back healthy and get him back in the outfield uh, next year. And what they just had, they just had him basically DH in the whole time last season. Yeah. So where where are your guys take on uh, the the um. 
Philly's odds of making a World Series back to back and possibly winning it? It's it's tough to really determine that because I, I mean for any team to go back to the World Series is is hard to do. The only team that I'd say that is able to do it are the Houston Astros, which is sad to say, but it's true. But I would say their odds are more than 50% to go back because I think they have one of the best uh, lineups in baseball at, at this time. I'd say probably top seven in the league right now. So better pitching. Uh, they got uh, Tejon Walker from the Mets, so that adds to the rotation. They'll probably bring, bring up Andy Painter from uh, AAA, see how he does. So I'd say around 60% to go back to the World Series. Definitely making the playoffs this year, though. The reason I don't like the MLB is just because of just the cap room, like how the Mets just did all that. And I think the Mets did that to come at the Phillies. I'm not even really that big of a baseball fan, but I think the Mets acquired all that so then they can go and beat out the Phillies. What's your guys' take on that? I think you're right, to be honest with you. I mean, the Phillies got Trey Turner and they got Tywin Walker. But, dude, the Mets have been stacking up, man. Especially if Correa stays there, they're most likely going to win the World Series, honestly. Like, I'm sad to say because I hate the Mets, but it's true. Their team looks incredible right now. See, I yeah, got rid of DeGrom, right? Hang on. Time out real quick. Uh, yeah. So this is going to end in like four minutes. Do you guys want to keep going or no? Like, we could keep talking. I don't know. I'm cool with that. I just got to restart a new one. I will if you want. Them together. Well, it's up that... to you. All right. I have like 10% numbers. left on my phone, so. All right. We got you're, you're muted, Luke. Yeah, Luke, you're muted. Yeah, we can just cut it then. All right. When you started it, the time kept going. Oh, up top there? Yeah, yeah. It's yours? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you guys saw that. Huh. Mm. Shit. Uh, well, all right. Can you edit this part? Yeah, yeah. All right. We'll finish up on the uh, Sixers and then just hit that <clears> little <throat> flyers thing and then we'll wrap up with the conclusion. Do you want to go back to the Sixers? No, or I mean the Phillies. Oh. Yeah, I got I got one question for Cam <clears throat> and then I'm done with the Phils. All right. All right. Wait, what? Go ahead. Oh, no, I meant for the podcast. Oh, so you're done with the – you're no, the fills are done? It says that we're, we're rolling. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Ken, do you believe it's, like, that there's a pitching coach, like, problem in Philadelphia? Because, like, we've had, like, a lot of pitchers, especially in the back half of the bullpen – who look like trash in Philadelphia. And then they go, Hector Neris, for example, looked like a superstar on the Astros. Where was that when he was in Philly? Like, we did not have that. Uh, I, I don't think it's the coach, per se. I think they changed the, the pitching coach. I, I think they changed their bullpen coach, uh, what, two seasons ago or something like that? It was under Girardi, I'm pretty sure. But I, I really don't think that's that's the problem. I think it's a talent issue as well. I, I did think Hector Neris was all right with the Phillies. I didn't think he was phenomenal. And to let him go when we did, I mean, that's fine. I mean, good for him. He's with the 
with the Strohs winning wings, rings, but um, you know, I, I I do think it's a talent thing, and I think signing more talent obviously makes uh, wins more likely. But all right, finish up with the Flyers. <clears throat> all right, so the Flyers uh, they just uh, swept the West Coast trip. So that's a solid turnaround for them. I really don't follow the Flyers at all, so I really don't know what I'm talking about here. Uh, so on tomorrow, they play the Arizona Coyotes at 7 p.m. Uh, their record is 14 wins, 17 losses, seven overtime losses uh, for a total of 35 points, and they are sitting at seventh in the Metro Division with 38 games played this season. So that wraps up the first episode of the Philadelphia Sports Radio. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, we're probably going to be talking more birds, especially after uh, what happens this weekend with the Giants in uh, Dallas. So, and yeah, just, Friday for the fade. Yeah, tune in for the fade <laughs> and the baseline podcast coming out on Fridays, six and seven p.m. And we also have a UFC and NBA one coming out relatively soon, probably within the next month. So, and check out our shop at Buzz Talk uh sports dash create or what is it teespring teespring something like yeah that. Yeah, like that. links like that. in the instagram bio <laughs> so